Hi all, this is CNS and welcome to episode 40 of the Diary of CNS. So every time before I start my podcast is always a drama with something and today the drama was with my hair and it's only because it's so oily. <laughs> I'm going to have a shower tonight but yeah. dry shampoo is your friend, let me tell you, it works wonders so i um, just been battling with that. So other than that, no other dramas really. So let's start with the week. I've got my purple fluffy llama diary ready to go. So the week started, let me look at my calendar, on the 9th of September. Already into September, um, nice spring weather. I mean, it's pouring tonight, but... Um, last few days the weather's gotten milder so that's the good thing so on Monday the 9th of September oh let me just check I've gone too far in my diary here we go 9th of September I listened to um, Post Malone's new album Hollywood's Bleeding I absolutely love Post Malone you'll never hear me say anything bad but I have to say I read this article I can't remember was it Mm, wouldn't be Washington Post it was like not New York Post like one of those maybe New York Post and this particular writer was bagging him saying that why him and just picking all the bad things about him and it really put me off him for a little while and I thought no I'm not gonna let one critic make me not listen to Post Malone because when he came out here a few months ago I went to two of his concerts and I absolutely loved them and um, so then I thought, oh, I want to have a look at this. Um, I want to have a listen to his new album. It's absolutely fantastic. I've been listening to it for the whole week, like in the last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. was all day, every day. That's all I was listening to. I absolutely love it. The um, main song that I really like is 1000 Bad Times. And it's just um, saying about um, he's been through a thousand bad times, what's one more? So I really, I really like that sort of attitude. So that's really cool. And there's also a song on there with Ozzy Osbourne, which is really cool. And there was um, with Scissor as well. That was really cool. I really like the one with Halsey. I forgot to write down the names of the songs. Let me look it up on my phone. Halsey, I've been listening to him nonstop. There was one, there's one with Meek Mill, but I didn't like that one at all. Die For Me is really cool. I think he just released that song. Die For Me um, featuring Future and Halsey. I really like that one. Take What You Want is the one with Ozzy Osbourne. Staring at the Sun is really nice. I better put my phone on silent. Uh, that's the one with Scissor. Wow is on here and Sunflower is on here, which is already released before. But Oh, Allergic. I absolutely love Allergic. It's got a um, 60s vibe. And I really love that. So there's a mix of sounds on here, but everything works really well. And um, he's sounding better than ever. Uh, in an article I um, read, he was saying that he drinks way too many Bud Lights until he's like totally plastered. And then he goes in the booth and starts singing. And and um, he's like, I've made a few, you know, quite a few hits doing it that way. So why change it? So I thought that was... Uh, I don't know how he comes up with um, songs and lyrics when he's totally drunk out of his mind, but there you go. But, um, yeah, Allergic is my favourite off the whole album and A Thousand Bad Times is really cool, so check out those two songs. So on Monday, I also edited my podcast, as I always do, because last week I had a lot of problems with the um, video, so I'm hoping it's not going to cut out today. cut out four times, so I had to cut and paste 
four different um, pieces of um, video together and the audio as well. So it's been good so far. I've let it run for a little while before I started recording the video, just so if it cuts out, it'll cut out. Because it cut out quite a bit at the start and then it just kind of calmed down. So it's only cut out once um, before. So let's hope that it stays good. Oh, on Monday, I also went and saw Fleetwood Mac and that was fantastic. I paid like $400 for my ticket and I was on the floor. And um, I wasn't impressed because Hagrid's family was sitting in front of me and I could barely see anything past these people. The girl in front of me was huge and she had the biggest, bushiest hair. And it's like, oh, my God, you couldn't put your hair up. And then next to me was a couple and the guy was sitting next to me and his wife was um, next to him. And they swapped seats because she couldn't see over the son. I think it was the parents and the two kids, a daughter and a son. So then she sat next to me and she could see over the mother who was shorter. And I'm thinking, oh, God, I wish I could have someone to swap with because the daughter's hair was just huge. It's like Hagrid's family. Like, they were huge. And most of the night I'm like this on either side <laughs> trying to get a, a glimpse in between the father's head and the daughter and the mother's head. So that was really annoying. So I'm never, ever getting tickets on the floor again. But otherwise, the show was really good. I absolutely love Stevie Nick. She was the main reason I wanted to go. Um, Neil Finn was there and they did a really cool song. Let me get my phone out so I can have a look. They did this fantastic song. They they just played awesomely. Like I was really sad that Lindsay wasn't there because I, I would have loved to have seen him, but uh, he wasn't there. Fleetwood Mac, it's called Oh Well. That's a fantastic song and live it's incredible. Like, if you can hear that song, like if you can see, if you can find it on YouTube, I should have a look on YouTube as well and see if you can hear it live. It's absolutely fantastic. They just played beautifully. Like everyone was just amazing. Um, but yeah, Stevie Nicks was my favourite. But um, that song, um, Oh Well, was fantastic. And one of the other, a new member played that one. He's actually, I think, played with them for a long time before, but a new member to me. The, um, I don't know what his name is, but he did a fantastic job. Very, He was very avant-garde. Like he had this massive top hat and this red velvet jacket. And yeah, he was over the top or over the top. But he was really good. And also on Monday, like I've got my phone handy, on Monday I got a message and I've got to remember to put a link to this in the video, but I got a message from Australia's Hip Hop Directory and they said, we've added you to our news feed so your podcasts now show up on our site. So I thank you so much for that and I will put a link to that. It's a pity that I'm not doing so much music at the moment. Um, but I'm just doing like a bit of everything else until I'm just feeling in the mood for music. But you'll hear a bit later what I've started to do. So thank you for doing that. And hopefully soon in the next few months, I will start um, getting back into music. So that was on Monday. It's a great way to start the week. Then on Tuesday, um, I edited my YouTube video. And yeah, if you watched last last week's podcast, episode 39, you'll see that there's quite a few technical issues. Like in between, you get that little circle with all the colours in it. You'll see what I mean. And um, yeah, because it, it cut out, but fingers crossed, um, we, we're good so far. 
Um, and it wasn't as difficult as I thought to put together, but still it was a bit of a pain. I also went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I absolutely loved that movie. That's the new Quentin um, Tarantino movie. And Brad Pitt is absolutely beautiful. What a gorgeous specimen of a man he is. Uh, Margot Robbie is in this too. I'm not a fan of Leonardo DiCaprio. I just find it painful watching him. It's like he's trying too hard. And I feel like I'm I'm working when I watch it. Like... I, I don't like it. I don't like watching him. I liked him in Titanic, but I just find it uh, painful <laughs> watching him act. But Brad Pitt just got this effortless style and Margot Robbie was fantastic. And I remember there was um, this press conference that had all the actors there and somebody said to Quinton or, or Margot, I can't remember who, that she only had like six lines or something like that. But if you watch the movie, it doesn't feel like she only had six lines. Like she was in the movie. She was in quite a big portion of the movie and it was beautifully done. And um, I won't ruin the ending for you, but Brad Pitt is amazing. He must have done a lot of training. I wonder how many of the stunts he did because he was very physical in this movie. And I think one of my one of the my favourite scenes in the movie is him on the roof shirtless and then he's, looking back at something that happened earlier in the day. So um, yeah, it's, a, it's a really cool movie. It's not what you think. I know it says about the Charlie Manson murders, and yes, that's um, in there, but it's different to what you think. And there's also a little bit of a guest spot with, um, let me find her name. I don't want to say, I was a massive fan of, I'm looking it up. I can't believe, oh, I can't believe that I forgot her name because I also read her autobiography. Hang on. Lena Dunham. Uh, Lena Dunham from Girls is in there as well. And, yeah, very odd sort of part. But, I mean, that's that's the role that she's playing. She did a really good job. But, yeah, really cool movie though. And the scene in the car with um, a hitchhiking girl that he picks up and she lies down in his lap and <laughs> that's a really cool scene too. So, oh, and I saw the um, this movie at... Um, the new Hoyts, there's, um, it's Hoyts, but they've upgraded all the cinemas and now they've all got chairs that where you can lie back. So you don't have to go to gold class to have um, lounge chairs. So the cinema that I was in, it was all, it must have been like a hundred black vinyl chairs that where you could all lie back and just looked amazing, brand new brand new carpet smell. They're still fixing some of the theatres in there. But yeah, it looked, it looked amazing. I was quite shocked because I hadn't been there for like maybe one or two months. And all of a sudden they've got a brand new, they're renovating and one of the cinemas has got the Easy Boy chairs, like everyone can lie back. So that was really cool. So that was on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, I uploaded um, the podcast to YouTube and sometimes I get a good run and sometimes I get a bad run. And on Wednesday was a bad run, just two and a half hours to upload the video to YouTube. That is annoying as hell. So after I uploaded that, then I promoted it everywhere and I added captions. Because as I was saying last week, a friend of mine has she lost her hearing and she got a cochlear implant and her brain is still trying to assess what to do because your hearing comes from your brain. Like it's in your ears, but but it comes from your brain. The processing happens in your brain. So it takes a while. Apparently it can take up to six months until you can hear. 
So at the moment she can't hear anything at all. And she she said I I said to her, you know, I've put up um my pod the podcast on YouTube, and she's like, but yeah, but I can't hear anything. So I said to her, okay, I'll put subtitles for you. So. Um, I put in the captions. Didn't take as long as I thought. Obviously, it took the half hour because I had to sit there. But you, um, YouTube uh, generates um, captions for you, and then you just edit them. So I still find tuning. But if you, uh, with the last one, if you just read the bottom line because the top line repeats. If you just read the bottom line, not the top line doesn't repeat through the whole video, but it repeats what you the last screen. So just read the bottom lines and you'll be fine. I think that might be a while until I figure out how to do it properly. But uh, that was really cool that I could do that and that there are captions on this. So now people hard of hearing, but also that can hear it. But also people who like if you're at work um, or on the train or the tram or the bus um, and you want to watch the podcast, you can do so and then you can just read along on the captions instead of putting your headphones in or, you know, getting caught at work. <laughs> um, and w- on Wednesday, I also had a terrible day because I lost 50 bucks. I have $50 in my pocket and I thought in my, like, in my jumper, like in my kangaroo pouch and it disappeared. I don't know where it went. I got to the store to pay and I looked, put my hands in my jumper to get the money out. It was gone and it was a windy day too and the guy said to me, follow the wind and I'm, I'm like, nah. So I just walked home looking for it as I went home, didn't find it. So I had to get my bank card and, and go with the, um, my bank card. So that was a bummer. It was a real bummer. Uh, so that was on Wednesday. So then on Thursday, on Thursday, my external hard drive that I have all my music stuff on, um, pretty much died. So what I did was I put, I got a new external hard drive. So for quite a few hours, I was just transferring things across. And because there's massive amounts, like songs take up a lot of room. So it was like each folder was like 10 gigabytes. And I had like 20 folders to transfer across, like with various things in them. So that took a while, but I'm glad everything's on one USB drive now. Because before I had two, one for music and one for the podcast and um, pictures and things like that. So I just put everything on the same USB drive. So it makes it easy. I've only got one external hard drive out at any time. And I guess now I've got this backup, the new one. And I've also got an extra backup for both of them. So hopefully no problems. And I also started on the lyric video for my song Creep that I wrote I looked on um, Ableton, which is where I make my music, and the file said it was June. So it's been a while. There's quite a lot that's been happening the last few months. So didn't realise it was so long since I'd done any songs or made any songs or music. So there you go. But um, Creep, I've started to put everything together and... Only yesterday did I find the music for Creep and I've put it in to the video. So now I've just got to um, write all the lyrics and then that will go up soon too and that'll be really good um, for my friends so she can read along the lyrics. Unfortunately, she can't hear the music or the rapping, but that might be <laughs> for the better. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. So, yeah, lyric video should be coming up soon. Then on Friday, I found a manufacturer for my product. So it's a product that I've been developing and I thought that it was plastic that I needed and I was researching plastic manufacturers, but it was actually rubber that I needed. 
and I only found one and I called them up um, not thinking that it would be quick or anything and he's like, yeah, like it sounds good, like when you want to talk, um, let me know and, you know, I can come to you and um, it's a really massive company that I've chosen but he said prototyping, like, uh, I found another rubber company that was close by and but it didn't have prototyping, it just had manufacturing of... Um, of others, other stuff, but that one is closer. Maybe I should contact them as well. I definitely have to have a look. So manufacturing. So, um, but now the thing is, I need an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, because I don't want them to steal my idea. And um, he's. I wasn't expecting him to say, yeah, you know, we can meet. When do you want to meet? And how soon? And or do you want to tell me your idea now? And I'm like, no, I prefer you to sign this. Because it's the one idea that, well, I've got lost, but this is the easiest one that I can think of where um, hopefully I can start manufacturing like pretty soon and get something out pretty soon to test it. Uh, so now I'm just looking for an NDA so that I can um, get them to sign it. And he said they need a sunset clause, which means they'll keep their mouth shut for five years and not tell anyone. So I'm hoping they don't steal the idea after five years. Um, in case I don't end up doing anything. But I think that's just giving me that incentive to work harder so that I do uh, finish it, like I, I do do it. So I think maybe it's a good thing. So now I've just got to figure out, I think I might call Legal Aid and see if they can help me with maybe they've got, because I looked on the internet and you can get free templates, but which one is the appropriate one? So I thought if I call Legal Aid, maybe they'll be able to help me. Maybe they've got a standard template they can give me and then I can get him to sign and then I can meet him next week. Otherwise, I think it's going to be a couple more weeks. But it, he was a really nice guy that I spoke to, so I'm happy with it so far. Um, so we'll see what happens. And then Saturday was yesterday and yesterday I saw the movie The Black Godfather on Netflix. Uh, it's a Netflix documentary and I better get my phone out because i got a lot of notes on this one. So I'm just trying to watch a lot more things on hip-hop. There's a hip-hop documentary. There's quite a few hip-hop documentaries, hip-hop series, but I just don't want to be all absorbed in music. I want to do a bit of everything in every area, like like with family and life and looking after my parents and doing my invention and working on my video and going to concerts. And I just want to be able to do a bit of everything. So the Black Godfather is Clarence Avant. I hope I said that name right. And he's this awesome guy who's um, like a connector, like he connects people. And the people that were in this documentary, you won't believe. Um, his best friend is Quincy Jones and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were in and I love them. They did a heap of stuff with Janet Jackson in the early days, but they also have a lot of their own stuff out there. They've worked with quite a few artists, but I loved them. Jamie Foxx was there, Bill Clinton, um, Barack Obama, Snoop was there, Ludacris, David Geffen of Geffen Records, Reverend Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Puffy, Barry Gordy, the founder of Motown, Lionel Richie, Ally Reid and Babyface, I love them, Clive Davis who discovered Whitney Houston and, and Andre Harrell from Uptown. I don't know if he's at Uptown anymore. Just all these people and more and they were just saying how he's 
I've been instrumental in helping a lot of artists, a lot of black artists um, succeed and do well and just connect people and make things happen. And that was wonderful to see. He's got a bit of a a potty mouth, quite a bit of a potty mouth, but he's an interesting character. And he was even on the cover of one of the entertainment magazines, Variety. I can't remember now. It was one of those big magazines celebrating him, rightly so, because he's a guy in the background. You don't really hear much about him, but... Uh, I was just intrigued to find out who this black old father is and Ella reading Babyface, well, Babyface was saying that his legacy would be that he helped a lot of artists come together and he would like to think that to make um, Clarence proud that all these other artists and the people that he helped are helping others come together. So I thought that was lovely. That's um, I th- I think um, Babyface I'm um, really hit it on the head with that one. I think that would be his legacy to help each other out, and then to have the next generation help each other out, and the next and the next. So uh, that was really awesome. That was really good. I'm glad I saw that. And then today is Sunday, and today was babysitting day. Babysitting duties with my nephew. Always good fun to play with him and. For his birthday last week, he got this amazing lava set where you pour like baking soda and vinegar together and it just spews and red colouring and it just spews lava like a volcano. And he just didn't want it to stop and we ended up, I had like this two-litre bottle of vinegar and this massive bag of bicarb of soda and we just poured it in <laughs> and he he just didn't want it to end and we ran out of vinegar and then he was putting it into water and yeah he's got such um childish enthusiasm which I, I really love it's just nice to hang around with him when I've got so many serious um situations to deal with um with my parents when you're a carer um it can be full on get be overloaded And this week also I've been um, doing a lot of shopping, (laughs) far too much shopping, but now I'm going crazy on makeup. And I'm thinking once I finish with makeup to try and get back into music and start spending money on... um, uh, There's a few producers nearby me who do private lessons and to spend some money and get someone to sit with me and teach me how to mix and master instead of me just um, looking things up and using other programs. It'll be good to learn how to do it properly, not just let the system automatically do it with things like RX7, which is incredible, and a few other programs that I've got that will do all the work for you. I think it's good to know how to do it yourself. So, big week. Really happy about Fleetwood Mac and Post Malone. Absolutely love that album. And and the movie with Brad Pitt, that was awesome too. So I hope you guys will go out and, and check that out. So that's it for this week. Please share with your friends or someone you think would like to hear this podcast. I put a list up there of the places you can um, hear my podcast and then you can see it on YouTube. And hopefully next week I'll have my new song up and then I can finish with But Here and Here is my new song, which I haven't done in a while and I'm looking forward to doing some, put up some some music because there's a few songs that I um, had already done but just need to fine-tune and put out. So hopefully they'll be coming in the next few months. So... 
Thanks for listening, friends. Have a great week. Take care of yourself. Get help if you need it. And I will see you next week. Bye.